This is the April 2021 bonus episode of the Master of None podcast. I hope all of you are having a wonderful year so far. If any of you had some sort of spring break trip or something like that that you went on in March, hope you enjoyed that. Maybe you got to go to some new and exciting place or do some new and exciting activity. So here on the Master of None podcast, every month we have a bonus episode, which includes three things, some sort of tip, pro tip, some sort of how-to, a short how-to segment, or some method to make your life a little easier or more productive or something, some sort of tip, a book recommendation, and some sort of personal improvement or personal growth challenge. So let's go ahead and jump into those three things for this month's bonus episode. First, the tip. Now, this tip comes with a caveat. Don't apply this tip in a way that you come across as being pedantic. In other words, in a way that you come across as being more correct, more educated, more right, simply for the for the purpose of making yourself look superior. So don't do that. In fact, just don't ever do that. This is just for fun. And the tip is how to properly pluralize a Greek origin word that ends in us, U.S. Now, a couple kind of caveats here. First of all, be careful when you use this because, well, first of all, this method of pluralizing a word in the English language with a Greek origin is usually only actually used by like linguists, word nerds, maybe some sort of scientist in a certain field. But like I was saying, be careful when you use this, especially with what I would call fully anglicized words, especially words that have kind of been codified, codified in a certain professional field. For example, um, there are some fields that sometimes take words and actually use them improperly from a grammatical perspective, from a linguistic perspective, but it becomes correct. Like in medicine, here's an example. And it, it ends up becoming correct because it's the way that the professional field defines that term. So here's an example. In medicine, somebody might go to medical school to become a doctor. And once they kind of complete the academic portion of that, they go into something called residency. They are then a resident physician, or sometimes they're just referred to as a resident. Now, after that residency, they become an attending physician. Now, here's where medicine makes a grammatical error. They refer to an attending physician as an attending. Now, grammatically, that doesn't make sense at all, but because it's used by that profession, it kind of becomes correct. So, I guess the point there is don't use this or any other grammatical rule to correct language that is used commonly by a certain profession. Now, the other thing here is to make sure that the word that you're applying this to actually has Greek language origins, not some other language. Um, For example, Latin. But actually, a lot of Latin words are actually Greek origin. Like a lot of even 
ancient Latin words that would have been used in ancient Rome are actually Greek in origin, which isn't that surprising because I think like we have these two peninsulas hanging down into the Mediterranean. And I think that the closest distance between them is like less than 50 miles. So we're talking about like a, a day sail across between Greece and, and Italy. Anyway, track down the origin because different languages have different ways of pluralizing words. And some languages have multiple ways. For example, in English, typically we add an S or ES to a word to pluralize it. In Latin, oftentimes you add an I to a word or like remove the last letter to an add an I. Uh, gladius, the Latin word for sword. Gladii, it would be the plural. Uh, Hebrew origin words often add im, think cherub becomes cherubim, to pluralize a word. Anyway, what we're dealing with today is specifically Greek origin words that end in us, that are the U-S ending. So some, some examples of those words would be like octopus. Now, how in Greek would we pluralize octopus? Well, we would remove the U-S and we would add O-D-E-S, making it octopodes. Now, that's way more fun to say than octopi or octopus. Now, uh, what are some other words? Well, platypus would become platypodes. Hippopotamus, from, from the Greek hippo for horse and potamus for river, a hippopotamus is a river horse, becomes hippopotamates. That's way more fun to say than hippopotamuses or whatever we would struggle through. Hippopotamates, way more fun, right? Many of the creatures from Greek mythology have this U.S. ending in their name, such as the Pegasus, which would become Pegasades. Now, what are some more common English words? Well, how about discus becomes discades, lotus, lotades, or taurus, as in taurus for bull, taurades, as in our local police department just upgraded the fleet of aging patrol cars with 15 new Ford Torades. Now, don't actually say that because no one's going to know what you're talking about, but three three of these where this is really fun would be the octopus, platypus, and hippopotamus. Hippopotamates. I mean, otherwise, we just kind of struggle over, well, how do I actually pluralize that? Oh, the, the hippocampus, also creature from Greek mythology, hippo meaning horse, campus meaning actually sea monster. So it was a sea monster horse in Greek mythology. And and we actually scientifically use hippocampus to refer to seahorses and also the little part of your brain that's shaped like a seahorse. So if you're if you're talking about pluralizing the Greek mythical creature, it would become hippocampodes, but you can't really use hippocampodes if you're talking about medicine because the medical field is already going to have their pluralization for multiple hippocampus is. I like my way better. Next, our book for the month. Now, sometimes we kind of tie together the tip, the book, and the challenge. This month, they're actually quite unrelated. Our book for the month is the book Contiki, by Thor Heyerdahl. Now, this is about a 19... It's a true story about a 1947 expedition where 
this group of guys had this theory, or specifically Mr. Heyerdahl had this theory that the Polynesian islands could have been settled by people taking rafts from South America. Now, the main, and there's all sorts of evidence, but the main argument at the time against his theory was that it was impossible. So what does he do? He builds a raft out of balsa wood logs and does it himself with he and a group of friends. I think there were like four of them on this uh, on this little expedition. Anyway, the book outlines the theory, the process of building the raft, and the adventure of taking this raft across the ocean from South America to the Polynesian islands. So pretty fascinating. Uh, they actually made a movie about it too, but our book... Contiki by Thor Heyerdahl. And finally, our challenge for the month is to face one of your fears. First, you're going to have to identify the fear. And by facing the fear, I mean actually intentionally expose yourself to that fear. Now, obviously in a safe way, because some of our fears are of things that are legitimately dangerous. So don't put yourself in any real danger, but you can expose yourself to that fear. I think of like horse training. If you have a horse that's jumpy around something or everything, how do you make them less jumpy? Well, it's by incremental exposure to that thing until they just kind of become used to it. And they're, they're actually no longer fearful of that thing. The same thing works with humans, whether it's a fear of spiders or a fear of elevators or a fear of just about anything that exposure works to face your fears. So whether that's a fear of deep water, heights, camping alone at night, dogs, sharks, spiders, whatever it is. Identify that fear and start incrementally exposing yourself to it. And that's all we have for this month. So just to recap real quick, tip of the month is pluralizing Greek origin words that end in us by adding, by removing the us and adding O-D-E-S. Octopus becomes Octopodes. Book for the month, Contiki by Thor Heyerdahl. And the challenge for the month is to identify and face one of your fears. And I will catch up with you next month. Bye.